section twenty six of the hollow tree and deep woods book this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox org recording by kathleen the hollow tree and deep woods book by albert bigelow payne section twenty six mr possum explains how uncle silas tried to please aunt melissy well you remember that the hollow tree people took four of their friends to live with them and called it the hollow tree inn mr robin came and mr turtle also jack rabbit and mr squirrel and they made a jolly crowd after they got settled and knew about each getting his own things to eat because the hollow tree people the coon and possum and the old black crow found they couldn't suit their guests exactly when it came to a steady diet so they all kept house together and used to go out days and nights too sometimes when mr man and mr dog were tired and asleep and didn't want to be disturbed and get nice things then they'd bring them in and fix them to suit themselves and have them all on the big table downstairs nice and comfortable where they could sit and talk as long as they pleased it was a good deal like a big family when they were all together that way and they used to say how nice it was and once mr possum said he always did think a big family was nice anyway then jack rabbit laughed and said he should think mr possum was just the kind of a man for a big family being fond of good things to eat and not very fond of getting them for himself and mostly fat and sleepy like he said if there was just a nice spry mrs possum now to keep house and look after things he should think it would be ever so much better than living in bachelor quarters or rather thirds with mr coon and mr crow and not having things very orderly of course with himself jack rabbit said it was different but even at his house it got lonesome too now and then well mr possum thought a minute and then he said that there was such a thing as folks being too spry and that it was because he had always been afraid of getting that kind that he had been pretty well satisfied to live in the hollow tree just as he was he said that he had once had an uncle that something happened to in that line and whenever he thought about poor uncle lovejoy he didn't seem to care much about trying anything he wasn't used to then they all wanted him to tell about uncle lovejoy and what happened to him so mr possum did tell and it went this way once upon a time he said uncle lovejoy we always called him uncle silas then and he was uncle on my mother's side and live with aunt melissy in a nice place just beyond the wide pawpaw hollows once upon a time as i was saying he had to go to town on some business and that was something that never happened to uncle lovejoy before well aunt melissy was always a spry woman as i said and stirring very stirring and primpy too but she was never as stirring and spry and primpy as she was the day that uncle silas started for town she dressed him all up neat and proper in his very best things and tied his tie for him and while she was tying it she says now silas she says when you get to town you buy a few little articles right away and put them on you don't want folks to see that you come from the country you know and you don't want cousin glenwood to be ashamed of you before folks cousin glen will know just what things you need and where to get them then she told him not to get run over by anything or blow out the gas 
or let anybody see that he wasn't used to things because you see aunt melissy was proud being a glenwood herself then uncle lovejoy promised all those things and that he would use his napkin and not eat out of his hand or drink out of his finger bowl and a lot more things that aunt melissy remembered at the last minute so you see by the time he got on the train he had a good deal to think about and he kept thinking about it until by the time he got to the city he'd made up his mind he'd try to do for once everything she told him to and give her a pleasant surprise with the way he had fixed up and improved his manners when he got back uncle lovejoy was good-natured and always anxious to please folks especially aunt melissy well cousin glenwood met him at the station and about the first thing uncle silas said was to ask him where he got his clothes and to tell him that aunt melissy had said he was to fix up so's folks won't think he came from the country which of course she had that just suited cousin glenwood for he liked to spend money and show off what he knew about the city so he took uncle lovejoy most everywhere and told him to buy most everything he saw and of course uncle silas did it because he wanted to surprise aunt melissy when he got back and make her feel happy for once in her life cousin glenn took uncle lovejoy to the stores first and then to a good many different kinds of places afterward and every place where there was a mirror uncle lovejoy would stand before it and admire himself and wonder what aunt melissy would say when he got home he kept buying new things every day because every day he'd see somebody with something on or carrying or leading something and when he remembered what aunt melissy said he made up his mind he'd have to have all the things to please her and he got them as far as he could even cousin glenwood had to commence buying things pretty soon to keep up and before long people used to stop on the street and look at them when they went by uncle silas didn't want to go home either when the time came but of course he had to and he put on his best clothes for the trip and took a young man he'd hired to wait on him and started he didn't tell aunt melissy just what time he'd be there so it was a surprise sure enough he walked right into the yard and behind was the young man he'd hired carrying his things aunt melissy was getting dinner and had just come to the door a minute to see what time it was by the sun when all of a sudden as she looked up there he was he had his hat in one hand and a cane in the other and was leading a game chicken by a string all his boxes and bundles and the young man were behind him uncle lovejoy wore an eyeglass too and smoked a paper thing he said was a cigarette my little cousins who were there told me afterward that their pa had never looked so fine in his life before or since they didn't know him at all and neither did aunt melissy she thought he was somebody with something to sell at first and when he said ah there melissa she threw up her hands and was just about to call for help when just that minute she saw it was uncle silas poor uncle silas he meant to surprise her and he did it sure enough he meant to please her though and he didn't do that worth a cent it seemed funny but she was mad that's just the trouble about women folks you never know when you're going to please them my little cousin said they never saw their ma so mad before or since she made uncle lovejoy take off all his nice clothes and the young man too and she cooked the game chicken for dinner then right after dinner she picked up a bag of shinny sticks that uncle lovejoy had brought home and she says to him and the young man now you get out in the garden she says both of you and try to earn back some of this money you've been spending 
and uncle lovejoy didn't feel very much like it but he went and so did the young man so did aunt melissy and she used up most of those shinny sticks on uncle silas and the young man before fall and uncle silas never saw any of his nice clothes again though they had the best garden they ever did have so my little cousin said and that said mr possum leaning back in his chair to smoke that's why i've always been afraid to try family life it's easier to please one than two especially when the other one is a spry stirring person like aunt melissy lovejoy what became of all the good clothes asked jack rabbit who was always very stylish why i've heard said mr possum that aunt melissy made some of them over for my little cousins and that she traded off the rest of them to a peddler for patent medicine to give uncle silas for a weak mind and i think he needed it some myself for trying to please her in the first place mr rabbit nodded it takes all kind of people to make a world he said mr coon yawned and rubbed his eyes the others were fast asleep End of section twenty six